Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Writer's Corner live show. Here on the Writer's Corner live show, we connect authors to each other and we help readers to find new authors to love. Now, you probably already have your favorite type of book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, but you never know. We can always introduce you to a new author and a new book to love. On the show, you will meet seasoned as well as new and aspiring authors. And some of our seasoned authors very often share their tips and tricks of how to get published right the first time. And here on the show, we introduce you to the backstories and you get the insider scoop of our authors. So welcome to the show. I'm Brigitte Lambanda. I'm a Global Goodwill Ambassador and a live streaming advocate who loves to help brands, entrepreneurs and authors tell their stories and have a great online experience. My co-host is Mary Elizabeth Jackson. She's an award-winning author of the Poolicious book series. Mary, unfortunately, is not able to join us today um, due to unforeseen circumstances, but that does not take away from giving our, our a warm welcome to our guest, Catriona Murphy. So let's welcome her to the show. Welcome to the show, Catriona. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much, uh, Brigetti. Yeah, I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me on the show. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Love having you join us today. And yeah. as we do, thank you. Yeah. Tell us where you tell us where in the world you are. Because the one thing that we love about doing this is that we've been able to introduce authors from around the globe and yeah. uh and you know different so tell tell our tell our um viewers and, and where you are um well it's a bright sunny uh evening and i'm in dublin in ireland so just after five o'clock now actually um but yeah that's that's where i am beautiful beautiful well the funny thing is that you know being able to talking to people from around the globe, our weather is so different. And so um, for me, it's it's winter here and Mary, my co-host, it's summer for her. And we always have a good laugh about how differently we are dressed um, on the show. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So you are a full-time digital marker, mark, marketer. And in yeah. 2008, you won the an award for your short story with the Dublin Sports and Cultural Council in their creative writing competition. And you you told us that that's when you start your um, career as an author. Yeah. Um, so I suppose, you know, 2008, it was it was like a decade ago. But what happened was that actually kind of sparked my um, my interest in writing a good bit more because it was kind of like, you know, up until that point, I had been sort of doodling and I had done a creative um, writing, a short course in that um, prior to just before winning that award that really actually helped me um, get my step up to actually winning that award was actually doing that creative writing course because it, it, I got so many um, tips out of it, you know, and, and so much information from my teacher that by the time I actually had it, a very fully um, 
polished finished story at the end of that course which I did actually enter into the competition and it did win an award you know and um, then I realized okay well actually maybe there is something to this this writing talent I have and maybe it has legs and maybe I should you know start pursuing it a bit more um in a, a bit more you know with a bit more discipline a bit more energy <laughs> where did your love for writing start who was it that inspired you to to want to write because usually it gets hmm. nurtured from somewhere it does yeah um my answer is probably going to surprise you maybe to a few other visitors but it was really childhood um and the sort of fascination and wonder that um really got imbued inside me from reading stories and adventures um i'm kind of naturally a very adventurous type of person like i love going away and traveling and you know it just it, it always invigorated me with a lot of excitement really reading um, the goosebumps stories when i was a child you know in the local library you know the entire section i had them all read you know and um that really inspired me, like just reading about what other kids got up to. And, you know, I just, I'm a natural daydreamer. You know, I've, <laughs> I got told off a bit in school <laughs> when I was a child for daydreaming too much. Um, so I had some natural uh, pre-existing tendencies, let's just say. Um, and writing was just this avenue that just was so limitless. You know, I could just, I could just go as much as I wanted and for someone like myself, that's like just opening up a feast in front of me and saying, you know, take what you want. And, <laughs> you know, and it's just the boundarylessness of it all that I, I that really um, helps. And I guess I have a natural sort of um, competency in, in language as well. So combining the two of them together, um, it just writing was almost just like a no brainer um, pursuit to go after, really. Wonderful, wonderful. And yeah. the uh, the idea for the book itself, where did that come from? That's a great question. Um, so that spanning back to, yeah, probably around the same year, I would say 2006 when I, was when I actually started getting the idea together. Um, and I think it was, it wasn't like, um, you know, I, I sort of had a dream and then I woke up the next day and I wrote it down. And I was like, oh, that's a great story. I think it just came to me in like piecemeal. Um, you know, when I was in my teens, um, you know, it was, it was really a combination of sources that brought that story together. You know, I was inspired by the likes of the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. And those were out in the film, like out in the cinema at the time. And that sort of, you know, really helped bring about this whole story of of the protagonist, Ileana, and her journey. Um, and I think as well, like for me, like, you know, I came up with that idea when I was an adolescent and the protagonist is an adolescent, and that is no coincidence, you know, it was it was really about that sort of huge desire to kind of escape on my own adventure, that, you know, this was a way for me to channel and funnel that out of me, you know, into a story. Um, and it was just it was a mixture of of various influences like that really that that brought the the story the idea of the story together and the characters in in your book are they entirely fictional or did you weave in people that you know in real life yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um another great question and and, and do that and do they know <laughs> And do they know? Yeah, that's another <laughs> follow-up question there. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like like I, I, I kind of answered it partially. My previous answer was that the protagonist has probably got a bit of me in her. 
Um, and it's funny, actually, there's another there's another character in there um, who I haven't really told, but a very close friend of mine when we were best friends, when we were in adolescence, she's still in there. She's she's a, a character in there as well who plays the best friend of protagonist. So some of it's very kind of obvious um, to probably the people closest to me have read the books. But yeah, one of them is a good friend of mine. Of this bit of me in there and there's also um and thirdly there is also um someone else um an elderly woman who i used to know who i've i've put in there too as well as one or two members of my family um and i've kind of put in some of their tendencies and their personalities you know because these would be people who are closest to me um at the time when i was you know getting the idea of the story together um and yeah, I I don't know if uh, one of them has passed away, now, so they wouldn't know if they were in it or not. But yeah, it's um, other people who've read it who've been like, oh yeah, that's that person, isn't it, Katrina? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> other people have guessed pretty well. People closest to me. <laughs> and do you do you did you do you hide certain things in there that people won't know um, unless they know you really really well? Hmm. Um. I don't think so. Actually, I don't think there's anything I've I've hidden in there that's too complex. Um. No. I mean, I I think what I have put in is um something that probably readers or people close to me didn't expect was I've kind of put a, a lot of um philosophy in there and um, particularly surrounding one character who's an elderly woman who's quite wise. Um, and I think that might have taken a few people by surprise and off guard. Um, but I tend to blog a lot about, you know, about self-help and, and things about life in general. So I've 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 kind of snuck that in, um, you know, and I think that would be the only closest thing. There's nothing, I haven't left any breadcrumbs or anything like that, um, unless, mm. you know, someone over analyzes it and tells me certain things like, oh, this part, you meant this. And <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> But I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Who who is your biggest supporter while you were writing? Wow. Um, I never had anyone who was like my biggest supporter. I know my mother had to put up with me giving her draft after draft, chapter after chapter, and you know, I'd be like almost chasing her around the house, asking her, tell me what, what did you think of that? It was good. Like, what, what did you think? Like, if you're going to rate it out of 10, what would you say? You know, it was kind of like, sort of almost badgering <laughs> my mother, um, even though she probably wasn't the right target audience at the time. But like, it's it's really, um, it's about like, you know, people who you trust in your life to, to show your writing to, because writing is a very vulnerable art. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it was really about, um, for me, it was really just my mother who I who I felt comfortable enough with at the time to show. So I think if there was anyone who probably supported me at the time, it was probably her because, you know, she was so, um, you know, she was so helpful at the time, like, you know, saying, OK, I'll read this, I'll read that. But really, I just had this energy and drive that I just had to, had to get out of me um, one way or another. <laughs> yeah. And, and did you... How did you decide on a publisher? Um, so for me, I actually, I did end up self-publishing the book. Um, I never did decide on a publisher, um, but however, having said that, 
um, you know, for in here, it, it, based in Ireland, um, there are some very good publishers, like there's some sort of low key houses that, you know, if people in Ireland specifically are looking to publish, there's a good few of them around. Um, I know Penguin is here too. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's differences, I guess, between both. But um, in the end, I actually decided to go self-publishing. Um, but for me, that was just a, that was a personal decision. Um, I didn't really want to kind of wait too long to kind of bring this out into the world because I wanted to, to bring the book out to the world, you know. So, um, but that was just, yeah, it's everyone's decision, but yeah. <laughs> so, so that, you know, that journey is kind of different for everyone. Mm, um, was there absolutely. anything about approaching a publisher that was off-putting for you or did you just decide right out of the bat you're not going to bother to submit to publishers you're just going to bite the bullet and go the self-publishing route so i did approach a couple of publishers but um and you've probably already heard of these types of publishers they were like a vanity publishing house so you know you would publish the book for like a certain amount of money um, and I just decided, you know what, I'm not actually willing to pay this. And I'm just being a natural digital marketer myself and sort of being pretty savvy with the trends out there and, you know, being sort of I have natural competency in, in, in technical, like using like computer and whatnot and, and, you know, file management and things like that. I decided maybe it makes more sense for me to actually just try the, the self-publishing route. So um, I did go ahead and do that and I published on Amazon and I did use um, some outside help too. Um, I did use freelancers and things like that, which I'm experienced in, in liaising with um, because my job also entails liaising with, with freelancers on various different platforms um, such as Upwork.com and, and Fiverr as well. That's another one too. Um, so I just decided maybe my natural orientation is to just go to, to self-publish. So that was kind of a blessing in disguise, having the career that you have and giving you the yeah. opportunity to help you with uh, self-publishing and marketing because not yeah. everyone has that kind of um, background to fall onto. And how have yeah. you gone about um, marketing your, your book? How, apart from um, your digital efforts, do you actually, have you gone out to any libraries? Do you do any in-person reading? Have you done any of that? Um, no, I guess for me, it, my area is mainly digital and that's where I've stuck. Um, and that's kind of, you know, it's my natural comfort zone. So that's where I would, you know, normally um, would promote the book. And I'm quite, like for me, I'm quite satisfied and, and happy doing that. Um, and you know, of course, like I'll you know I'll I'll self promote as much as I can within my own circles, within my own writers groups, and things like that. Um, but no, normally, like I would just promote it online. Um, I'm quite happy to you know to to market it as a Kindle and as a, a printed book. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of yeah, that's that would be the extent of it. Ah, okay. Now I just wanted to know that because a lot of people. Mm have a hard time making that decision you know first of all do i self-publish yeah. do i go to publisher and then how do i market um and i think having done this yourself is a huge learning curve um and so if if anyone would you recommend this route to to a new uh author who's who's not done this before 
Yeah, um, it's funny you should ask that because some of the writers in my own writers group approached me on that topic a couple of weeks ago. Um, she had, um, she was sort of in the middle of whether or not to publish or self-publish. Um, and the only thing I'd say about it, and I've kind of learned this from going to a couple of conferences on it, is that, you know, it depends really on your own preferences um, and on your own confidence, you know, in terms of, you know, doing it yourself. Like some people um, don't allowing the uh, publishing house to um, make certain decisions for them about the book. For example, like the publishing house might decide, okay, well, this is how the front cover is going to look. And the author may not get a say in that. So the, the author would have to be sort of, they'd have to say, yeah, okay. Even though they may not actually like it or, you know, um, and they may make changes to the book as well that the author may not like particularly like, you know, for, for one reason or another. Um, it's really about the level of control that you want to have over your masterpiece. Um, and, you know, if, if, if you're willing to be okay with the publishing house marketing it, they want to market it, you know, presenting the book um, the way they want to present it to the world. Um, if they decide that this is going to be the target market um, and you're okay with those decisions being made without much of your input or influence, then yeah, you should probably go with a publishing house. Um, Self-publishing is particularly not just for people who can't get a publisher. Um, it's also for people who want that level of control over their novel. Um, for example, um, last year I attended a conference and there was a particular Irish author there and she had been with, I believe it was HarperCollins up until 2012 and they had been publishing her books for her on her behalf. Um, but she was, she kind of had a business background, probably similar to myself. Um, I'm not sure if she was in marketing, but she she had a sort of that sort of, you know, that, that experience and that head on her. Um, and she didn't like the decisions they were making about the book. So she actually decided to go down the self-publishing road. So it's kind of interesting because you don't hear many authors going from a publishing house to self-published, but it's kind right. of interesting how it's turning into a two-way street now, you know, like that's that's kind of where it's gone. Um, so it, yeah, it really, it, it depends on on your preferences, you know. And, you, and as you said, you have a lot more control. Now your cover, yeah. for example, you've got a lovely cover. Who designed you. that? You uh, did. <laughs> wow um it was actually yeah so i guess this is where my digital marketing expertise comes into this as well um there's a lot of stock photo websites out there and you know you can buy a, a decent image and get the rights for it um for like obviously a, to an ex to a point you know purchase the image so it's there was a two pro two-step process to getting that cover done the first step was that i actually went on to um, image purchasing websites um, such as iStock Photo and Deposit Photo. Um, I know them pretty well because of it's, it's part of my job, um, to, to put it shortly. <laughs> and um, I found that image um, and I decided, yeah, I think that's probably the one that I want to go for because it, it stands out very well. Um, and I think it represents the, the, the character, the spirit and the soul of the character and, you know, who she finds herself to be at the end of the book. So that all tied in very well together. So the second part of the process was then to actually use um, a freelancer to take that um, image and put the title on it, you know, put the author's name on it and um, to put the synopsis on the back of it and um, to make sure that my author shot was on the back of it. OK. And of course, just to maybe point out and just as a notation for anyone watching, like if anyone is interested in in sort of doing self-publishing and things like that, if you're going to like get the full coverage on yourself, that's great. 
I mean, you can do it at a low price as well. Like you don't have to spend, you know, a few hundred dollars getting it done um, unless you want a specially sourced original image. Um, mine was not, I purchased it, but just to let everybody know that you would kind of need to know what the size dimensions will be of the book um, prior to getting the full cover done um, because Amazon will, will want to know like, you know, the, 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 the length by the width. So it's good to kind of give the freelancer that spec um, up front so they can design the front cover to be the correct size for your book as well. One last question about actually getting your book uh, to the point of being published. Did you get an outside editor or did you self-edit? I tried to self-edit and I failed. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got, a, I got an outside editor. Um, so again, there was like, there was two parts to the editing process. There was the macro editing and there was the micro editing. Um, the macro editing being obviously the, the, the plot developments, the, the character development, the overall arching story, the pace, how it's developing, um, you know, so parts too fast, too slow. Um, and I, I just, I was too close to it. I couldn't see the wood from the trees. So I, I needed an outside professional perspective to kind of evaluate it and say this, this, and this to me. Um, so I did get an editor to look at that particular um, part of the book, like from that particular perspective, I should say. Um, the micro editing, I did try somebody, um, a particular freelancer. Now I did try it for like a low price. Um, you know, it was an 88,000 word novel. And I think I paid something around the, the, the region of $200 for someone to just take out any mistakes. But um, I don't think that service was too great. So I think if, if you're going to get an editor to do like a micro edit, which is like spelling and grammatical checking, you should probably go for someone a bit more expensive in the end for the micro editing and the spelling and the grammar, which came after, by the way, the, the macro edit. Like, so, you know, you're, you're, you want to make sure that the story is there, the character development is there and everything else. And you're happy with how the, the, the book is from start to finish. And then, of course, then you kind of knuckle down into the spelling and the grammar at the end. So I actually did that part myself. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of how that worked out. Learning. Well done. Well done. I also saw your video on YouTube, you know, the promo video. Did you do that yourself as well? No, um, I did actually get a freelancer to do that as well on, I think it was Fiverr.com. So, I mean, on Fiverr.com, like there's, you know, if you want to do self-publishing, you can do low cost. Um, you know, and the quality really depends on how, what, what you're willing to pay for. Um, but yeah, I did choose the music for it. Um, but in terms of like the the video itself, um, they they I did get someone outside to to kind of do that. I thought that was a very nice touch to um, to marketing your book. So tell everyone. Yeah. I can't believe it's you know we've already gone for thirty minutes. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane how quickly the thirty minutes went. Why do people connect crazy. with you? Sorry, you said it again. I didn't hear that last part. Where can, how can people how can people connect with you, Catriona? Yeah, um, well, they can definitely connect with me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Twitter as well. Um, so you know, if you just um, you know put my name in, I probably should come up. But um, yeah, I am on the the different social media platforms. Um, my website is actually currently under construction, um, but hopefully I'll have it up soon. Um, and it should be katrinamurphy.com. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, that'll be the, the main ways. 
Amazing. Fantastic. Catriona, thank you so much. It was awesome getting to know you and getting to hear your backstory. And I want to say you'd be thank you to everyone who's joined us today and everyone who's going to be watching this in replay. Thank you so much. And uh, we'd love to have you back again sometime. Thank you so much. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks very much for having me today, Brigetti. And I hope um, the interview has benefited a few people watching. I, I hope they've taken something away from it. So, yeah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye now.